Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Tommy Lank went from Hollywood sidekick to Instagram trash fashion superstar. Now he's sitting down with celebs and their own personal garbage, and, well, they're going to talk trash. We should talk some trash. Well, I'm in trash. I collect it, I sort it, I count it, and I throw it in my trash can. My trash can. You're in a trash castle on a cloud. You like to go there when you sleep. There's so much trash and things to eat. Here on my trash castle in Beverly Hills slash Hollywood. No, I hate that. Okay, I'm starting over. We're not supposed to say it's Beverly Hills, right? Who cares? Why? Everyone knows it's Beverly Hills. Okay, fine. Um, hi, welcome to the Trashcast. I am your host, Tommy Link. Um, you guys, there's, I, I'm really, I'm just gonna go in here on some things I want to trash and stash right now. Halloween. Let's put it in the trash. It's over! Stop dressing up! No more posting photos! I know, you're, got, you got, you got, you're mad. Because you're thinking, of all the people, Tom, you should love Halloween. Well, you know what? When every day is Halloween, it's not that special. Okay, um, I in fact did not dress up on Halloween. I went to the craziness in West Hollywood. There's this legendary big Halloween parade. It's not a parade. It's mostly people sort of just standing around looking at other people. And to be honest, not a lot of people are dressing up in the way I think that they should. There's not a lot of effort being put into it. Uh, there's not a lot of looks and more looky-loos. Not a lot of looks, more looky lose. Okay, that's my new single. It's gonna drop. Um, so anyway, I'm I'm just I'm angry about Halloween, and I'm glad it's over. Will I noticed that you had grown a mustache? Yes, I had grown a mustache. What was your costume? Though? It was Chief Hopper from season three, specifically of Stranger Things. So I had like the Hawaiian shirt and the dad jeans. I had a great like '80s style Casio wristwatch. Okay, I, you know. so the, I did see the photo of this, and it just looked like just anyone in Los Angeles. It did not look like a costume, right? Because where, did, well, where, did you not? You didn't have a period hair hair piece. I didn't. I grew doesn't my hair mo- longer. Doesn't he have a mullet? It's not a mullet. It's just like longer dad hair. So okay. I grew it out, but I had no. You had did sh- it. You had a well, fresh fade. No, no, no. That was the next. Why that was the, the day of Halloween. Why, okay, tell me this. Okay, why is a fade? The only option for a men's haircut right now. Because it's cool. Is it, though? I love it. I've always said, But it's like, it's one of those haircuts that's kind of always been popular. But it doesn't look good on me. I have tried. Oh, I see. This is a personal, <laughs> this is a personal problem. I have a bad head shape. And when they do the fade, it just, it goes out like a... Like a Sour Patch Kid. I look like a Sour Patch Kid. I, don't I mean, know. I think your hair is great. This, you just have to embrace what's oh, right for you. Okay. Stop buttering me up, you know, you I don't think I'm really a long hair person. So Okay. Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> um, okay. So I give you 
I give you a fail on your costume because thanks. You, you just I lo- grew a mustache. You just, for it. I know, but you just looked attractive. There was it wasn't funny. It was just I, like my code name was Hipster Hopper. In case nobody really got it, because I just look like a hipster person. Yeah, so I, you just look like you could also be Tom Selleck. So what are you trying to say? That I can't dress up as other things because I'm too attractive. I have to make myself oh, ugly go- somehow. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I inflated your ego wow. like that. No, sir, you're not too attractive. Oh my god. You guys I'll take a fail, it's fine. We're having our I'll first see you fight. After we're class. having our first fight. <laughs> okay, some um trash or stash. Uh something I would like to stash, which perhaps you'll be interested in, listeners, and will. It's an app. It's called Dig. It is a dating app for people with dogs or without dogs but just are interested in dogs seeking other people with or without dogs slash are passionate about dogs. I have to get this dating app. I know. I You uh, sign up immediately. I did yesterday. I was eavesdropping on a woman next to me doing digital marketing out of her coffee shop office. She's there every day. Her name is Shauna. And uh, I was like, wait, what? I, and when you match with someone, do you, do you dig them? Get it? Oh, <laughs> does it give a little like when you match? No, Damn. but you like you like. There's a paw print and thing. Anyway, I'm a, I'm really into the branding. I'm really into it. Uh, I have not matched with anyone yet. It's uh, just yeah. Maybe it's the dog. They have to run it by their dog. So. <laughs> dog approval. Yes. Yeah. Also, can you can you? I wonder if there's a, a, a setting where you can you know set up your dog with other dogs. There has there should be. If not, also Lady and the Tramp should be partnering with them. You're right. I, I'm a I'm a brilliant digital marketer. Someone employ me. Uh, and it, it, the great thing though is, even though you're looking past people that you may or may not be attracted to, and you're maybe you're disappointed in them or annoyed that you're not matching, at least through all of that, you get to look at pictures of cute dogs. So, dig app. I dig ya, and I'm gonna stash ya. Now, my final item. I present to all of you, the listeners, as a trash or stash item, is candy corn. This is a divisive topic. I know this. Please don't be mad at me. But I love candy corn. I love it. Shut up. Shut up. You there. You know. I know you're all yelling at me. You're in your car. You're in your commute. And you're yelling at me right now saying I'm disgusting and I am a monster. Okay, but also on the topic of candy corn, uh, my friend Leslie Margarita, who's a Broadway star, um, we got into a fight because she hates it. She hates the candy corn. Uh, I love it. And I challenged her to a Twitter candy corn dance fight, which then became a musical theater song and dance fight. So um, here's here's some a little taste of our candy corn mini musicale. Candy corn! Yep, I still got it. I got a high belt. 
I'm not, I'm not a high, I'm wearing a high belt today. It's a high waisted pant with a belt, but no, I've got, I've got a high C and it's being wasted on the West coast. Someone put me in a show. Also, I'm going to just come out of the closet. I love peeps. I love them. I love them. And guess what? I looked up, I looked up the ingredients of both and they're mostly both, um, corn syrup and sugar. And I thought it was interesting that they both come out around specific holidays that are around the theme of death and (laughs) rebirth, both Halloween and Easter. And, um, and a lot of people hate them. Anyway, so, uh, Will, where do you lie in the spectrum? Peeps, big fan. Love peeps. Okay. Candy corn. I like the idea of candy corn. I eat about three pieces, and then I never touch it again for the rest of the holiday. I just threw out a big tray of assorted versions of candy corn, which... You. I guess I should have brought them here to give them to you, but Monster. they're really... It's like eating sweet wax that... I know. That's was why made I like it. ...hundreds of years ago. I know. <laughs> I also like... Did you know that when you stack it up in a little circle and then you can keep going around, it will become an upright cob of corn? (laughs) But I will say sometimes candy corn messes up the color if you don't put the yellow. Sometimes they put the orange at the the heavy nubbin side, not the pointy side. So if you mess up the color coding, then it doesn't look like a cob of corn when you stack it up. That's true. Let's talk about the history Let's of candy history. corn. No! <laughs> Halloween is over, but I will say candy corn is definitely a treat that you can enjoy throughout the autumnal season, which we are in, even though it doesn't feel like it in this disgusting weather. Well, on today's episode, we have a very special guest, one of my lady bosses from the Lady Gang, Kelty Knight! Beep, 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 beep. You may know her from your television screen of the Lady Gang television show. You may know her from Entertainment Tonight. She got to go. I mean, she got to go. She's been to the Met Gala for several years in a row. I'm definitely going to ask her about that. So I'm very excited to chat with her, and I'm glad that she's, uh, <laughs> I guess, employed me. Yeah. She's like, given. she's given me a job. In a way. So she took a chance on you, kid. Take a chance, take a chance, take a, take a chance, chance. If you change your mind. Don't change your mind, Kelty. And don't change your mind, listeners. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a minute. Today, I am chatting with... Technically my boss now, Kelty Knight. Yay! Uh, So I I tried to prepare like a good student, but I'm still getting the hang of this. So um, audience, you may know Kelty. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Oh, is it horrible? No, I love it. Okay. But you, I feel like you did this to me when I was on your podcast. Yeah, it's super. But it's hard. Why is it so hard to accept like praise? Well, I don't actually know what you're going to say yet. Maybe I'm just going to be say like, she's a dirty whore. I, well, that too. <laughs> okay. No, uh, I'm just going to list your credits. I think it's just uncomfortable to hear your credits out loud. Because like, you're like, no, it should be in that order. And yeah. Like, I like that credit better. Oh. Like, do you feel like that? Yeah, a lot of times when people were like, she was an NBA topless dancer. And I'm like, wait, but I'm so much more than that now. <laughs> but anyway. Okay, well, I'm just going to list your credits as... Okay, list me. You may be familiar with her work on the Lady Gang podcast and television program. Uh, she is 
just in your face and in your house every night on Entertainment Tonight, doing all the things there. She's an all-around great gal. Um, and a dirty whore. And a dirty whore. Please welcome me to Hilting Night. That's perfect. Actually, that's, I was, was going to say, is there something, um, I asked Becca this, is there something that is in your, because Wikipedia bios Brittle. are trash. They're full of trash. Well, speaking of trash, if you have haters, which I'm sure you do at this point. Yeah. Um, my haters, one of their favorite pastimes is to like add things to my Wikipedia page. Like I went through a, a bad breakup many, like 20 years ago and like rumor has it, I took the dog, whatever, but like they'll change, <laughs> they'll change the Wikipedia, um, on my Wikipedia to be like, she's also best known as like stealing blah, 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 blah's dog in their breakup or like being a dog snatcher. And I'm like, or a lot of times they like to add that I was a stripper. I was never a stripper, everyone. And there's nothing. Wow. I I would strip. I'm like I look great. <laughs> <laughs> I but, love that you're like I look great. No, you do look great. Like I if would. I, if I if had people your pod, would pay, I would, I would do it. I'll do anything for money. I'd I'd come to that show. Would yeah. you ever do like a like a burlesque? I did. Um, when I was a dancer, I did this show, Peep Show, in Las Vegas. Oh, you it did? Was, it was like the sexual show from New York for yeah. Broadway Bears that raises all the money for Broadway yeah, every yeah. year. And it was just so funny because when Broadway dancers in New York take their tops off or have like little nipple tassels or whatever, everyone's like, oh my God, yes, it is so fabulous and brood- like beautiful. Then you move the show to Las Vegas and everyone in my life is like, whores. They're like, you dirty whore. <laughs> and I was like, it's literally the same thing I've done for 10 years in New York raising money. And anyway, it was stupid, but I love the show. I, that is a, a, I never thought of it that way. I did Broadway Bears did. two years ago as like. Just two years? Just last, like so two years. New. Ago. Well, I just went and did it as like featured, yeah, performer, fancy person, whatever. And uh, I didn't know they were very like their whole thing now is about like body. Um, what's that word? Acceptance. Yeah, like body, like pro. Right, because it used to be no one ate for six months in New York. Well, they still Broadway do that. Oh. A lot of people still do that. Okay. But now anyone can be in it if you're oh. willing to. If you can raise money, yeah, it doesn't matter what level of dance experience. Oh, they'll put you in a number, somewhere. a number somewhere. And so there was all sorts of body types, mm-hmm. but also like the ones that were sure, used to sing on dancers. Yeah. Um, but I had to take my clothes off, but they just had me leave my shirt on. And so I just took my pants off. Oh, that's weird. And were I you offended? I didn't know whether I should be offended or relieved because <laughs> well, I was not both. ready to take yeah. my shirt off. Because standing next to all those no. people, I... I would. I was just mortified. For years on my job at Entertainment Tonight, I've covered the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Nope, no, thank you. Pass. I'll pass next time. Pass. It, because what's so crazy is like, there's just certain people. The DNA is different. Yeah, your genetics are not my genetics. Yeah. You're six one, and you came out of the womb at five feet. Like. I take care of myself. I feel good about my level of fitness. And I, you know, there's always things that could be better, but it's not falling totally apart. You know, I don't want to stand next to Adriana Lima. I'll tell you that much. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. I, there, that's like when living in West Hollywood and going to the gym here, I just have to tell myself, don't stop. Everybody's beautiful. Everybody's beautiful. Don't compare yourself because the men's here, they're like, it's different. So, Rip, one of the, I remember one of the guys from that Broadway Bears thing teaches at the gym where I go to training mate, which is like a hot Australian, like mm-hmm. it's Australian mm-hmm. people teach you and they mm-hmm. sort of sexually harass you in a yeah. really fun way, which mm-hmm. I'm all about. Yeah. Uh, but like 
I have to remind myself that, oh, those people are, that's their job to look like that. Mm -hmm. So they're doing that all day. Right. And also a lot of the people at just like a regular gym in West Hollywood, they, they're, I don't know, they're what, I don't know what they're taking. Like that's a lot of HGH and. Well, they have a no fun zone. Steroids, no fun. And, you know, West Hollywood workout, no one's working the bottom half. It's just all. Tops. Top heavy. Top, top, top. Yeah. Fall right over. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what, oh, I know. That's what I was going to say is the thing that came up, <laughs> stuck out to me was on your IMDb page. Somebody said, I love that someone like took the time to enter this. Okay. Had her tongue pierced in her early twenties. <laughs> she has since removed it. Why is that? <laughs> uh, who cares? <laughs> but obviously I care because I'm like, what is that? But like who, whose job was it? For that to be my, like, how lame am I that, like, 20 years in the business and, like, the only fun fact I have is, like, a bad 90s tongue tongue piercing. Well, also, it did say that you um, danced with the Rockettes. Yeah. And Beyonce and various other fancy people, which I enjoy that. Um, The Rockettes thing, uh, I had a friend who was there. What blew my mind is that the stage is made of um, steel. Steel. And so everybody has shin pro- splints and yeah. back problems, right? It's really bad. And they dip you in ice baths? like you're. A f- oh, no, you jump in the ice. Ice baths are amazing. Tom, 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 Tom. No, no. It is. No. So I'm telling you. You want to. It's like the. Now people can go to the fancy cryotherapy places, you yeah. know what I mean, and get frozen. But back in the day, we didn't have those. And so you just have these giant, like, troughs that they would feed, like, farm animals out of. And they would just dump bags of ice, let it melt. You would just jump in. It's like 42 degrees or whatever. And you just sit for 10 minutes. The first two are the worst because you're so cold and it's burning and it, you're thinking, I got to get out of here. But then after the first two minutes something happens where you're like, it's not that cold. And then you sit in there and it's like new legs. It really is like, yeah, something happens. Pro- your body professional goes, athletes oh, do I'm it. about to die. I'm surrendering to this. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, uh, since my time being an ice bath, I, I use the power of ice all the time. Wow. I will ice my face before a red carpet. Like I am Elsa in frozen. Oh my God. I see your face just like, um, I, when I was watching Feud, uh, Jessica Lange as yes. what's her name as that character? Yeah, and she's in the ice cold. Constantly putting her face in ice at night before Be- she goes to bed. Because it's it's very hard. The puffiness is real. Puffy. Wow. It's puffs. Puff. 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 Uh, puff, puff. Enough at the puff. So and just, were you were you guys doing like six shows a day? Yeah, when you, you do so a that's lot of work. Why. It's like yeah. it's too. You're asking too much of your of body. So what you do is you go in the ice bath in between shows, and then you get like essentially like a new leg, like you get a new. It feels like a new body, even though it's the same body and the same exhaustion. It does work. Do you ever? I constantly think about dancers. Uh, like they start at such a young age and they train and train and train yeah. and train, and then you get to the big city when uh, you're like in your early twenties, and then you got a window for like two years. Two years. <laughs> Make it happen. Like it's 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 both devastating and beautiful that you spend so much time, and then like there's a whole thing with. Broadway, like equity, there's a class called like transitions for dancers because it's over because it's over when you're like 25, 27. How like what are people when you're when you're dancing, when you're training, is anyone talking about this? Like, hey, this is a thing you can only do for a limited time. Or do you just say you kind of know that. But then, you know, it's that thing of like when you're teens and 20s, you can't ever imagine being old. Like I remember seeing the Us Weekly magazines of like. 
Jennifer Aniston, still sexy at 30. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You know? And you're like, hot bodies at 40. And you're like, oh, God, that's disgusting. Yeah, she's not hot. She's so old. <laughs> I love it. You know? Old. Yeah. Oh, wow. And now that I'm there, I'm like, I still got a hot body at 30. But, like, I think when you're young, you you don't ever, you're Peter Pan. I never saw myself getting old. I never saw myself hurting. You know, because you're like, everyone's like, you need to warm up. You need to cool down. You're like, no, I don't. I can just walk myself in the face right now. And I just woke up. And then you just do that. And then uh, eventually you, like, can't walk. So um, it's a weird thing for sure. I packed a lot of life into my years. I had the best time. I actually, Beyonce was the last person I ever worked with and the reason that I retired from dancing. What? what? It's a crazy story. I, I mean, I've, I've sort of talked about the podcast Listen, I respect and I think Beyonce is the T. I mean, I think she's amazing what she's done and she's incredible. But it was something about like being in the cattle call with 500 girls and auditioning and then getting the job and rehearsing and like the late nights. And and then the, uh, the guy, he's not her choreographer anymore, but at the time there was this guy named Frank who was her choreographer. And he did this really weird thing that I think they probably still do, but in some worlds where you audition, you get the job. Uh-huh. And then instead of just like placing you where they want to go, then you're like there with everyone who's booked the job and you have to like re-audition for your placement on the stage. So like if you want to be close to Beyonce, oh, there's like <laughs> another audition within the audition. Oh God. And I didn't even like do the audition within the audition because I was like, go f*** yourselves. Like you're a smart top choreographer or whoever in the world you should probably know when you're hiring and holding this audition where you want to put people. And it's just like such an ego mania. Well, it's thing. also pitting people against each other. Yeah. Like, oh, well, now you got to like. Now you, you got to be beat up feature. Sharon. Yeah. And I just like, I, I really, it left such a bad taste in my mouth. And I. It's looked, so showgirls. It was very showgirls. And like, listen, I'm not, there There are definitely, I knew my place. It was, this is what a one-off position. I was hired for one gig. Like there were girls that have been with her 10 years that were like her dancers. You know what I mean? I was never that person. I was like a a one-off, you know? I knew my place was in the back row stage, right? Like, that's fine. But I I just looked around and I was like, why am I doing this for $300 a week? Like, I'm killing myself for the thing that I love. And you just, being a dance, it's a hard life. It's just rough. And I was like, you know what? I... I want to do something else. So then I went into the ultra easy job of television hosting where there's so many jobs available (laughs) and it's like just fruits of my labor everywhere and no one wants you to work long hours. So it's perfect. Well, I love that. The thing I think it's for me, the, the thing about dancing, like you work so hard to get to the ultimate goal, which is still to be supporting somebody else. I know it's brutal. Like that's devastating to me. Like, you know, if you're lucky, you'll you'll you can be a soloist, or, you know, with featured, or you could be Jenna Dewan. Yes, and like transition out of it yeah. and to become a, a big Samantha. star. But so for most people, it's like so, like you have to. You're just constantly you're in the chorus line the whole time, yeah. And it's never about you. you. It's about that person that you're. Yeah, but in order to be that person, you have to have that mentality that it is all about you. So it's a real brain f- when you get oh. there and you're like, oh my God, backup dancer forever. I remember when I was dancing for Taylor Swift, I was blonde, like really bleached, like box blonde. And um, they made me wear a hat. <laughs> and I was like, I can't even be myself. I have to oh, wear a hat. We only, she's like, only, she can only be the blonde. Is that why you have that wig in the bathroom? No, there? the wig is, I need a name of the wig. So I recently have 
uh, gotten two wigs. One of them is not here today. She's at home. Her okay. name is Cassie. I love it. You, um, know, you know I love a good wig. Yes. And so I, I think people think that show business is the best because you get to sit down every day and someone puts you together. Like the, the glam squad. Well, I talked about this with Becca. I'm obsessed with it because like I – Right. I want someone to like touch yeah, my face and, and pat it and powder, See, but you're probably over it. Yes. So I get it done every, so one hour of every 10 hours of my day of work or 12 hours is people touching me and they're always touching me at the same time. So like someone will be with my hair and my face and reaching down my shirt to like put a microphone on me and then like dust busting my skirt. And so there's just like, and then moving me like with a mic, you know, there's just like a lot of people touching me at all times. <laughs> and so... Um, the, the whole like lamb squad and it's just, it, it, it just gets me a lot. So, um, it's, it's, people think it's the glamour thing, but it really, it's, I mean, it's it's fun. I love it for an award show. Yeah. Like a, let's all get ready and drink champagne and have fun. But like this, this, the daily grind is different. It's like pooping in the morning. You're like, I'm pooping. (laughs) I put lashes on. Um, so anyway, I actually have like my nervous thing, the thing that, turns me into Mariah Carey is people touching my hair. What? I I had no idea. Hate. Like in general, I hate people touching my hair. And then what I hate the most is when a hair person will come in, do the hair, like do it once, and then like if I see that I'm gonna look like such a psycho, but now you'll know the real me. Okay. If I see a hair person do a curl and then go to the other side of the head and then come back and recurl that same piece of hair like a different direction or again. Like if it gets two placements on the heat tool, it fucks me up. Like, like I no. I start oh, that is getting not hives. how you do it. Well, I'm like you just this hair cannot I am a white Polish girl with like barely strawable hair. You can't curl it I twice. That have, much heat. No. I can't have that much heat on my hair. <laughs> and when they go over it, they do it all once and then they're like, Oh, let me just get and I'm it I wig out. Like I no pun intended. Okay, wig so I out. wig out. And I'm just like, Oh my god, oh my god. So we had this past year, I was doing ET every day, and then we were doing the Lady Gang TV show, and then I was working every weekend as well. So I was getting my hair done seven days a week, and Clayton Hawkins, who does her hair for Lady Gang, he's the kind of guy that's like, no, you need a look. Like, you oh. can't, like, I'm not just going to put some curls and you're going to go. Like, we're snatching you with, like, a share, like, editorial. editorial, like, look. So Got my it. hair, by the end of it, was just, like, baby shits. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was like, fizzle, fizzle. So I was like, I should get some wigs. And I didn't believe in it. And then Clayton took me to the wig store and I put the wigs on and I was like, I, this is me. I'm this Cassie. Is who I am now. <laughs> so I took Cassie. We got her cut. She got colored to match my hair. Okay. She just needs a few more highlights and then she'll be ready to debut. And my idea is, is that when I'm here at entertainment tonight and say, I don't have to go out into the world at night for another shoot. Like if I'm just on the daily show, I could pop Cassie on. And I wouldn't care if someone put heat on her four times. Okay, she's so she's real hair. human hair. Yeah, she's real human hair. Okay. Now, the one I have in the bathroom, which you can put on and take a picture if you need to. Great, okay. Um, she's my long fashion moment, and I haven't decided what to do with her, but she looks incredible on me. So I know she needs to be cut. It will be ridiculous if I have, like, hair down to there. And she needs to be colored, like, more my hair color. But I want to have, like, a fantasy girl. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, my fantasy girl. And so, like, when it's the oh, Oscars. Yeah. I want to go. I want to have you wanna a have fantasy. Like a, like Kylie a... Jenner can do it. Uh, okay, Sarah so Jessica you're... Parker f***ed it up for everyone with her perfect hair. Well, it... 
Okay. But oh. she's that can't be her all. I mean, I'm assuming that she's clipping in pieces. Oh, and you think? I've always thought that was all her hair. When it was the curly, yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker. Do you remember when it was like the wedding oh. episode and she had that like perfectly oh. blonde? Yes, sort and of it was like flipped. 50s. Yeah. Oh my God. You should do that for a look. No, I should. Oh, you could do vintage looks next. Vintage. Like, I've done you... a couple. I've done some, like some throwbacks. Yeah. Um, like, would you ever do like babysitters? No, not babysitters club. Like, like Dev Campbell and Party of Five. <laughs> I well, that just makes me think of uh, Monica's haircut from yeah uh, from Friends. I Ugh. should do a like a, just like a Friends week. You should when fl- Friends gets off Netflix because it's leaving Netflix. Oh, it's going to right. HBO. You could celebrate. Don't you it. think that? Okay, of all the things. Of all the things that they should be like rebooting and like, just do it. Just put it, do it, put it on again. Just friends, come on. Why won't they just do it? I know the problem is they're just like, no, I'm a, I'm a. Well, who's the now. weak link? Like Courtney Cox and Jen are still really good friends, and I think they would be a fun time. Lisa Kudrow's brilliant. I think they would do it. It's the boys. I think they're like, it's no, like, can I Matthew Perry on. get his shit together? I've, I'm known for other things now. But I don't want to go back. I'm sorry, you have $500 million, David Schwimmer. It's fine. To be known for your life as Ross on Friends is not the worst thing on the planet. Give us what we want. I want you Ross. to be in those leather pants with the ba- when they're stuck on the bathroom and he can't get the <laughs> pant off. Okay, wait, wait. I've got a great, I have a, an amazing story surrounding uh, David Schwimmer. It involves Grindr. Uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna discuss that when we get back. We're taking a little break. Are you gonna trash it or stash it? Trash! Oh, I like trash. Okay, we are back. Uh, so here's, Schwims. Here's what I want to tell you. So, Grinder app. If you don't know about it, it's like a gay hookup app, right? Yeah. Send photos. Whatever. Sexual. Sexual sexy times. Um, this man sent me a photo, and it was definitely David Schwimmer's black and white headshot from the early 2000s. No. And it was his face? Yeah. His headshot? Yeah, it was definitely like a headshot. Like, David Schwimmer. Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, I'm down. If, this is, if I'm talking to David Schwimmer right now, like, let's do this. Like I, I'm in. Okay. I want to have this experience. Yes. Um, on so many levels, because like I'll sure. get to have sex with him now. I'll get to have sex with him Ooh. in my mind from the late the, '90s. The headshot, right? There's like me- multiple levels of pleasure. Yeah, but also this could be a full like catfish, catfish si- yeah. situation. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, come on over. Um, because I oh also in between that I I went online. So I'm like, okay, I feel like this is he, his he's married, straight right? up headshot. And I'm like, oh, this has, like, been pulled from IMDb. Uh, but, like, okay. if I, then I thought if I was David Schwimmer and I was, like, not out of the closet, like, I wouldn't want to have, like, an additional photo that I took be on the internet that I actually sent. Like, It's actually not a not a bad idea. Yeah, exactly. And people are like, oh, someone just took that. It wasn't me. Wink, yes. wink. Wink, wink. Right. The, the person arrives at my house. Definitely not David Schwimmer. No. In fact, like... I'm. I was not. I was not. It, it was. It was definitely. So, do you invite them in, or are you like you're not David Schwimmer? Bye. I just, first of all, is this safe? Uh, yeah, it's safe. It's safe. Like, I'm living in a crowded area. It's fine. sure. Um, but and I was definitely not really attracted to this person because if if they, it was like 
a joke. Like they showed up and they like people always tell me I look like David. Yeah, Schwimmer. Like, I can I can see right. where ten years prior people would have said he looked like David Schwimmer. Oh shit! But did you have sex with him? I had sex. With him. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> I did. <laughs> like, my sex, I don't mean like sex. Like yeah, hands you had, and had it a little. Yeah. Uh, but it just felt like it was easier. I just didn't want to be like that guy that's like no. You sent David Schwimmer's head. But also, like, part of me was then, like, why don't I just pretend a little bit that it's him? <laughs> so there was a little bit of disassociating. It's fantasy. I, I'm not saying it was a healthy thing for me to yeah. do. Um, but I'm not saying it's not a healthy thing. Yeah. But okay. then last year, I'm sitting in this bar. No. Who sits sat down right next to me? The actual David Schwimmer. Did you tell him? And no, I didn't. He was you should a, have told him. I was on a date with a lady, and I didn't. I was like. Would he think it's funny? They're like, oh, my God, David, somebody sent me your headshot. And I thought I was about to hook up with you. So just know like, <laughs> I would totally hook up with you if you were gay. Clearly, you're straight. Um, but then, I, I, like, I'm in New York this past trip, and I, like, see him again. No. So There's something going there's on. Something, there's, there's something, something about Schwimmer. Schwimmer. Um, That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. It's pretty good. Kelty, now yeah. is the time on the trash cast when um, we tra- we talk trash. Okay. And I'm going to ask you to trash it or stash it. Okay, I love this. I These love are the some game. trends okay. that are happening right now, and I want to get your opinion. Okay. I think if you want to keep them or, or get rid of them. Okay. The leopard dress. God, leopard print. I'm so torn by this. I'm g- going to wear a leopard skirt this weekend, but I feel like when I see people wearing leopard, I think they're dirty whores. <laughs> so I'm going to trash it but i'm still gonna wear still it gonna do it okay. it's a terrible thing i i do enjoy it but the first thing I, anytime i see someone wearing leopard you're I like whore not whore because i'm you know we uh, gotta be we gotta be sex positive and brave okay and not right i don't want to sex shame anyone right? okay right um just like bad picker but but definitely it, it i do think peg bundy every time yes, i see yes i know so it does to me it always seems but like people say it's a neutral a little white trash neutral People said leopards a neutral. It's a neutral. People said it's a neutral. I I don't know who I, those people were, but they. Re- I reject that. Well, speaking of neutral, okay. There's a trend called the natural. Well, not neutral, but the natural shoe. Have you heard of the natural shoe? I was on no. Harper's Bazaar, okay. Bazaar this morning. Is it like when it's see through? No, it's just like skin tone. Yeah. Shoes that are like a sling back. Yeah. Situation. <sighs> You know, are you from the looks of your closet over here? I'm into it. You're into no. I would say you're more into like a bold, brightly colored. I like a shoe. I I have a big problem with nude shoes. The nude illusion. The nude illusion. It definitely works for me. I look. Amazing <laughs> in a new shoe. I love like I reject those trends. I will be wearing. Them. Yeah, but that it looks so good. What my problem is is that like I don't like a flat in general, and so I think when you're wearing a nude flat, it's like extra unspecial. So it's like the nude, like oh, it's just like it's you're not fooling anyone. You're a human being. You have toes. Yeah. So like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like you're wearing shoes, unless you're my husband who like leaves for work and forgets to put his shoes on. Like you're wearing shoes. I'm so sorry, that- what he forget? My husband drives with his socks and brings his shoes and has them in the car and puts them on. He gets to work. He likes to drive. I don't know. It's like he likes so to feel the I, natural. I don't know what his deal is. So, weird. On the so, so one time he texted me and he was like, I forgot my shoes today. I'm like, you've been driving for an hour and now you have no shoes. What are you going to do? <laughs> he, went, he went to TJ Maxx. He bought a pair of shoes. 
Oh my god! Oh my god! And he's like, and I had to go in to the TJ Maxx. I had to go into the TJ Maxx in my socks (laughs) to buy shoes. (laughs) Anyway, nude illusion, whatever. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not cool enough to do that. I like. You know what? Put on a yellow pump, sassy McFrasser. Okay. Save it. Save it. Put a put a pump pump. Pump it up. Pump it up. Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Well, your feet are munching. I know you did a dance to that. Of course. In some sort of dance recital. Yeah, everyone did. Uh, Okay. Uh, Puffed shoulders. Puffed shoulders. I love it. You're into it? I love it. And I think that my husband's penis has never been more flaccid. Wow. When I wear it. Wow. I love it. I To the Met Gala this year, I wore this like huge pink dress that had these huge. Oh, you don't have to tell me. Oh, you knew I about it. I saw it. it. And like I'm poofy, obs- poofy, poofy. Yes. And I just felt like my arms are so thin. I'm Michelle Obama. Like I felt so good. And then at the Grammys, I wore this Dundas dress that had like the puff, like the respectable like nightclub puff sleeve. And my husband was like, oh, it's it's good like and everyone online was like she looks like a linebacker i don't care there's i'm you know what? bored I think, people are thre- I think men are threatened by it yeah they don't like it because it too is too powerful it is too powerful it's a traditionally masculine shape shape uh men's suits are like that so they, i think they're threatened by it and yeah and i say to them go to hell you know what's fun for me is that i have absolutely no breasts at all <laughs> i mean i have some it's just a nipple basically so for me <laughs> it's like after 20 years of stuffing my bra and wearing a padded bra, like, it's actually really fun to pad my shoulders. Pat, put the padding elsewhere. You know what I mean? Maybe you should be a drag queen and just pad all the things. God, I fucking love drag queens. I could, we could have a sideshow called Tommy and Kelty Talk About Drag Oh, my God. Drag Race. Are you watching but, Drag Race? Of course. Well, it's not on right <sighs> okay, now. Okay, wait. I look like I literally wrote down Met Gala, and I'd circled it. Oh. I just mentioned it. Obviously, it's, for me, it is the. Yeah, it's it. You've got to get there next year. I mean, if they don't invite me, I'm going to. Well, they're not going to invite you, but you could get on the carpet. No, you could get on the carpet somehow. But, like, that's the whole reason all this started was I was making fun of the Met Gala. So, for you, have you covered it before this Yes, this is my, I did pink, okay, I did that one, black, light pink, bold pink, (laughs) nude. I think this is my fifth or sixth. I love that she keeps tracks. By dresses. Because some of them were hits and some of them were f***ing misses. This so. one you wore this year was so beautiful. It was fun, right? I loved it. Thanks. I loved it. I got you know, so excited when I saw you. I know. Day. The problem is is that I had a scare moment. at the So I knew camp. Like, I love. I'm all about the camp culture. Like, I, my goal, like, my manifest list was, like, read this many books. Be on RuPaul's Drag Race as a judge. Like, that's my dream. Like, <laughs> I love campiness. And... Um, I had this sash made that said Miss Entertainment Tonight. And so I wanted, I had the big like pageant dress and the joke was, the campiness was supposed to be like Miss Entertainment Tonight and then like a sequin microphone. And it was like making fun of like, that I'm always just like asking people, you know, I I was like, that's going to be my thing. And then I got dressed and then it was kind of, the feedback was kind of like, well, these are like some of the biggest stars in the world. Like you could dress, but maybe don't go like full costume because they're going to use these interviews again. Like we'll use the interview with Madonna oh. for the rest of the year. And so it's like weird if I'm in a costume, they even though I'm like evergreen, a little evergreen. Gross. So I, Gross couldn't, word, so I, didn't, I took term. pictures in it. I took pictures in it. And then I just wore the pink dress. But, um, I'm so angry because like, well, yeah, it needs to last throughout the year, but like if you're Casey if you're, Musgraves is like dressed like Barbie. Like, yeah, like obviously people that's are gonna know gonna she's be like she's in yeah. a crazy outfit. That's yeah. from the Met Gala. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's devastating. But what people don't realize is that I think there's ten or so stars 
that always go there for the Met. And then there's like 50 who just show up in a pretty dress. Like it's really, really disappointing. Like Carly Classet this year. Carly, I love you. You've done great things for girls it at was, coding. It was not. It was like, yeah. I, I wouldn't even wear that to the VMAs. Like it was just so like it's you're cute, but like where are you? Like you know better. And so what people don't realize is that at the end of the Met, there's always like, oh my God, Gaga, and all these people wear that. And then there's just like a whole bunch of people that show up in like a pretty Chanel dress, and you're like, oh boy. Well, are those the people that paid to be there? Because like I recently learned like the rules of it. Right. Like you can either pay forty thousand for a table. Yeah. Or you can be invited by Anna, or you can be invited by a designer. Sure. Or brand, like an H and M. We'll have yes. an H and M table or whatever. So I mean, I'm assuming like Carly Kloss just had to wear whatever designer invited her. They're like, here, here's the right. dress you're wearing. Sure. Right? But then that you're right. So it's not really her fault, but it's also like you know, I but follow the assignment is what I want to tell them all. Yeah, and this was a pretty good assignment. Like there was the years that it was like Calm de Garcon or is that how you even say that Garcon, Garcon or yeah. whatever. Um, there was like the religious year Heavenly Bodies, which is a great theme, but like how many different versions of like gold and heart? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's limited. This was like the world is your Go oyster. For it. So I, I really appreciate when people show up. Like, I want you to be – this oh, yeah. is the one time. Like, it can't be too much. I was ang- – anytime someone came Half-assed in a, a, just a pretty dress, I yeah. was livid. Yeah. Like, go for it. Camp yeah. is – I mean – Yeah. Did they not read the essay that was all based on, like, the essay from the 60s about camp? Well, and camp? I think people are, like, kind of, you know, afraid and you don't want to be that person that shows up and is, like – you know, well, that's me. I'm always like, I don't want to overdress. I, don't I love to overdress. overdress at the party, but like my that's, whole life is an overdress. That's the occasion. It's the occasion. Um, like Anna Wintour doesn't come in camp. You know what I mean? She just came in a pretty whatever she was wearing, like a sheathy pretty question mark. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like her, <sighs> her daughter was... comes, doesn't her daughter is not in camp. Like, you know, so a lot of people come and they're not. But look, if Bette Miller is going to show up with in a wig and butterflies all right. over her body, yeah, you can. You yeah. can put on, like, a decent dress. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, well, I'm super jealous. Wait, when you're when you're um, there on the carpet, do you get to go inside the thing or once the, the – Yeah, of course. I, like, sit next to Kendall Jenner all night. It's, like, amazing. Do you, and you get to eat the food? No, and... no. No, you don't no. have to go in? No. The Met Gala for me is I show up, like, two hours early. I'm, like, ready at 2 in the afternoon. Um, we get information, like, um, they keep us behind these hedges, you know, the famous hedges. Information. Yeah. And then you just wait for people. And then it's a long carpet. It's like five or six hours that you're standing there waiting for everyone because Anna comes first. And then usually the co-chairs, like the year that Sarah Jessica Parker did it, she'll show up like, and the co-chairs will come first. So they'll, they'll come in the first hour. And then it's like two hours of one star every 20 minutes and then like a whole bunch of those table people. Yeah. And then like the year, one time I waited like two extra hours for Beyonce to come. Cause there's always like a, who's last on the carpet is the new, who's the biggest star in the world. Got it. Okay. So it's like, who can be the latest? So it's like, is it going to be Rihanna? Well, if Rihanna's coming 45 minutes late, then Beyonce has to come an hour and a half late. Like I was very interested this year at the Met gossip. This is very gossipy, but I was interested to see who was going to show up first, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj, because they're both there. Yeah. Uh, big trains on both dresses. And I was like, Nicki comes first. That means Cardi's the bigger star. I can't imagine that Nicki, cause they have beef, you know, would yeah. allow Cardi to come, um, come after her because after you like, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like she's not going to show up. She would probably have to say like, I'm only coming. If my if, time, because they yeah. all get times. Like it's like Victoria's Secret model, you're at 7.15. You know, Cardi B, you're at 10. You know what I mean? There's time. Everyone has an arrival time. Well, and what's it like? Because to be, what's it like to not be Rihanna there? Because everyone, like even a huge star could go and they're like. You know who they. F- next. They, yeah. So what's very interesting is like. Um, exactly what you're saying. I'm trying to describe it. So it's like a cluster because there's photographers on both sides. And for the most part, unless it's like a huge, huge star like George and Amal, you're not allowed to have a publicist with you. So these stars, they don't know oh, what to, right. they don't know what this. to do with themselves. You just got like, They're a, like, I have someone, to walk myself. Someone from Vogue is just is like, go, 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 like go. An, in, I mean, an assistant or someone, but like, I'll be like, hi, what's your name? Stacy? Cool. I'm going to need Rihanna. Like they've never, this is the only carpet they do every year. They don't do carpets, you know, yeah. and there's an art to it. So like someone will arrive. I'm good friends with Josephine Scriver, the VS angel. And it was her first Met this year. And I remember, like I gave her a full hour lesson on how to like rock the Met Gala because what you can do is you can come. Remember Demi Lovato came and she like hated it. Yeah. She kind of came, went up the middle, posed on one side and then like went in. The entire Met Gala for me is the carpet. Like lady, and it lasts like two minutes. It's you walk so it short. And then you're... But there's been years like Madonna or Lady Gaga come and they'll spend 45 minutes f***ing around on the carpet. They'll arrive. They'll do the pictures on the left. They'll do pictures on the right. They'll go up the stairs. They'll go down the stairs. Like you got to own your thing. And that's what I told Josephine. I was like, you go in there and yes, you are not Rihanna, but you make sure that every photographer of those 30 photographers has a picture of you that is cover of Vogue worthy. But what do you do when you're when you're Josephine and maybe not Kendall all the photographers or whatever. know what your name, cause you don't have your publicist there to right. be like, we've got Josephine. She's, she's known for but, this. Like, how do you go and stand there and be like, hi, it's me. Cause that's my worst nightmare is to like, have to do a red carpet and be like, hi, it's spelled L E. Well, the Vogue people, first of all, the photographers and the press that are invited to the Met Gala, they're very picky about who they, they allow to come. Those people, it's their job to know who's coming. You know okay. what I mean? Like, it's their job. Those New York so people. They'll they be given, like, a list and, like, the times that they're, they're coming. Never, you're not given a list, but, like, it's my job to know who the f- people are. Got it. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, if I don't know you, it's fine. And But, you know, one photographer might know and be like, oh, that's Tommy. Tommy from Trashcast, you know? And, and that everyone will be like, Tommy, Tommy, over here. So, you know, they, we all work together or whatever. But one of the things that I thought was really interesting is, like, Kerry Washington this year. Kerry Washington, huge star absolutely gorgeous but she wore this like nude i think she was wearing tory birch and it was listen it was a beautiful dress it maybe wasn't like a top 10 moment even though she's like one of the most gorgeous girls in hollywood yeah and it was funny because the the photographers were kind of like okay thanks and you're like that's carrie washington like they weren't scrambling like a crazy person so they and is part of it like we got a really i mean are the is it like is her ego damaged after there is it like no i gotta stand here and do several minutes. I, Otherwise, I'm not being... I don't know. I don't know because it's not me, but I I think the walking red carpets is one of those things that actually is... Everyone hates. I think, I think it's fun to see yourself in magazines and have the fashion, but it's also, like, really demoralizing. Yeah. I just know because we just went through it with the Lady Gang TV show, and it was, like, my first taste of being on the other side. And... 
you know, it's, it's hard when you like work so hard on something and there's someone that's like walking you and they're like, this is the girls from the lady gang. And they're like, so you guys have a show. It's like a game show. And you're like, no, you don't know who I am. I'm like, of course they don't know who I am. But you know, I, I I imagine that it's like kind of difficult when people are like, so what are you up to this summer? That's like the bummer throwaway question when you have no idea who someone is. What's going on with you? What's next for you? Yeah. What's next? And you're like, unemployment. Yeah. You don't know. (laughs) <laughs> but um, but I like I said, I love the Met Gala, and I think that Vogue, if you're listening, which you should be, or anyone who works in fashion, should be having you there as their correspondent, well, making I mean, shit you, on the carpet. I would, um, die. I would die. I would die. Or E. But, someone could die. Yeah, you. somebody send me. If you're an executive in the television industry, <laughs> send me to the Met Gala, and I'll do a But it's, it's a hustle. Let me tell you something. Like, I was there and, you know, it's very competitive for the interviews. This is like the Super Bowl of red carpets. And I'm really lucky because I'm at Entertainment Tonight. It's the number one show in the world. It's been on for 35 years. It's not, yeah, it's not like you're like, hi, I'm with... Um, blah, uh, blah, blah. Well, they don't even let those people go. Yeah, I'm, I was like, like, plant, I'm like, uh, gar- Home and Gardens Daily yeah. uh, website. Can I get an interview? And I also feel like after, you know, 10, 12 years in this business, I have a good relationship with a lot of these stars. So, like, I'll see someone, like Darren Chris is walking up. He's not going to... He's like, I'm not doing interviews. And he's like, well, I'll do you, Kelty. Like, I had a lot of people do that, and it really warmed my heart Aww. where people would come up and be like, oh my God, like, hey, because they know I'm not going to them or throw them like a curveball or anything. But there's sometimes where people will come over to me or the person next to me and like, then the person next to me will throw their mic in my shot or like I'll throw my mic in their shot. And it's like, you want to cut a bitch, but you can't. And like, we're all friends, but like, are we friends? Like, ugh, it's like, there's like a oh God, whole, it's so competitive. there's a whole seedy side to it. Yeah. It's very well, competitive. Do you find, um, and I, I just was clicking on some articles of like, uh, when, when um, female celebrities shut down interviewers on the red carpet for asking stupid questions. Yeah. And it's very cool and very satisfying. Have you seen people had to, like, have people stepped it up and the questions that they're asking? Or when you're at the Met Gala, like, are you allowed to ask about the fashion? Because that's what it's all about. But you yeah. don't want to uh, be like, you know, oh, this, this isn't is, a question. I'm so glad you're asking me this. Because, you know, like, a lot of, it's sure. been about the thing, like, you wouldn't ask a man that. Sure. Um, you know, and don't pan, like that moment when right. Kate Blanchett said, don't pan yeah. down to my dress or whatever. I have so many thoughts on this, but I will be concise. So okay. first of all, I, I always think of little Kelty, who grew up with a mechanic dad who is obsessed with Hollywood and fashion. And I used to go to the library in my town and go through the dumpster. And I would take all the old magazines what? that were out of print, out oh of date. Oh, my God. This is so on brand for I me. I know. It's perfect, Jesus. right? And I would take them home and I would cut them up and I would make my own scrapbooks of fashion and beauty and celebrities oh. and things like that. Because, like, magazines were expensive. I was a kid. I didn't, yeah. We didn't have the extra money for that kind of stuff. So I would take them out of the dumpster and I would, like, put them up on my walls and, you know, cut out the ads. And I was just – I've always been obsessed with pop culture. And so I, I hope that everyone in Hollywood can just take a beat and realize that Hollywood movies and television shows and the fashion and the shoes and the panning on your jewelry, it's an escape for so many people. Mm-hmm. And it's it's they are in their towns or their cities and they're living their lives and having the problems with their families and their kids and their drama. And for them to look through an Us Weekly and see women in beautiful gowns or to see that you're wearing this borrowed jewelry – at the, it's a fantasy and it's an escape yeah. and it's a form of therapy and it is, it's, it's special to people. And so it's not, yes, I know that sometimes it can probably feel like you're this, like, I'm more than just my dress, but like Reese Witherspoon, like 
I, of course I know you're more than your dress, but like, there's a part of me who's been following fashion my whole life that I just, I really love your dress and you look great in emerald green. Like, I I just want to say that to you, you know? So that's one thing. And the second thing is, I think everyone needs to understand that there are different parties for different things. So like for a movie premiere, a movie premiere to me is a party. That's a New Year's Eve party yeah. for your event. It is lively and energetic, and we've shut down Hollywood Boulevard, and you've shown up in a gown, and the kind of questions that I want to ask you at that moment are, this is so exciting. Who are you wearing? Who's your date? Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Then when we get to the movie junket, where it's a one-on-one interview that we're sitting down in a room, it's quiet, it's one-on-one. To me, that is the uh, moment. That's the moment questions where, yeah, have... I mean, that's the moment to be like, this part was so, you really went there. How did you do this? How did, you know, um, what did it take? You were away from your family for six months. Like that's a part of being like, what did it mean to be a producer on this film? Because it's one-on-one. I'm going to get better sound. We can have a real conversation. It's not 500 people screaming fans, cops everywhere, you know? And so I think there's a right time and there's a right outlet to do all that kind of stuff. I think that I always ask smart questions. Um, I, I I remember one year at the SAG Awards, I Reese was in my mind, you know, it was the year of the the Me Too movement had started and it was the first red carpet after the Golden Globes and everyone started wearing color again. Yeah. And I had gone, I'd asked so many questions. I was like, Reese, Big Little Lies, executive producer, you have this huge production company. You're optioning all these books written by female writers to make movies to star females. Like you're a fucking icon. Like this is incredible. You must feel so great. You're so great. And after four questions, I got my last question, was, and you look beautiful tonight. And I think she was disappointed. I could see it in her eyes that she was like, really, we're going to end with the dress after that grand interview? But, oh, man. But I meant it in like a, I would never, I love women, and I am like a feminist, and I am I'm creating my own world in this as well. And I would never purposely like go there with someone just to go there. But I have to understand that, like, this is entertainment tonight, and these are people cooking dinner for their families. And, like, you know, they just want to know, like, how did she pick out the dress? Like, there's a part of the world that wants that. That does want to know. You know? And, like, but I always try to do it in a way where it's, like, let me show you that I care about your project. Because I do. Yeah. Let me ask you some intelligent stuff. But, like, can we party a little, too? All right. We've come to the time in the podcast I like to call Trash or Treasure. You're are presenting to me two items. One okay. of these items may have deep sentimental value, and one of these items may be trash. I have to figure out which is which. Okay. I have brought. Do you want to describe it? <laughs> uh, why don't you describe? Okay. I have brought one pair of 37 Christian Louboutin Peep Show platform shoes circa 2006. Uh, they are really beat up. They are, speaking of nude illusion, they, they are, are nude illusion and they nude. are nasty. Nasty. Okay, and then, then the I other have, item. I have brought one Kelty Knight headshot from CBS where she's wearing a chambray shirt with a, uh, a nail with nail art, a giant winged, uh, uh, an elastic band, uh, uh, what do you call this, a belt, and then a Stella and Dot large, uh, you know, like, fancy necklace. It's like a chain mail, like a chain mail large situation yeah, going and under the collar. I do want to point out, this was my official headshot on CBS and this was not buttoned. One oh, of the pockets <laughs> they was couldn't, unbuttoned. They couldn't Photoshop a pocket? Yes. And so 
this is my headshot. Uh, that's all my real hair, which I think is pretty fabulous. Um, yes, this is my first ever official CBS headshot. Okay. Um, here's the thing about me. I am nervous to wear men's button-down shirts that have a, a pocket on uh, yeah. on each side because I feel like it looks too yeah. too much like Well, I have, um, again, I have no breasts. Boobies. So. so it's interesting that you made that choice. <laughs> it's um, a weird choice. Nail art. So much really of a choice. Me. And when what you don't see is there's a leopard booty under there. And this is a, ple- this is a pleated leather kilt. Wow. A, a what? I dressed myself. Like a, like a kilt skirt, you know, like pleated. But leather. Leather. And, wh- and what year would you say this? This is? is 2010. It's not long enough ago to be unforgiven by both of these things. Okay. So I have to decide headshot or Louboutin, mm-hmm. which, which is trash. Uh-huh. And which is, means a lot to you like what could you not part with Uh I feel like what year are these shoes from 2006 no 2008 I am going to vote these shoes are your treasure item ding Incorrect. Whoa, whoa! I am blown away by this. You are. I know. Because okay, to me, it was a trick. This like. I was going to say they're trash because they're so, they're beat up, but like maybe they were your first pair that you they bought. They were my first pair. And you don't want to hold on to them. Yeah, they were they were my first pair. I bought them when I was going through a bad breakup, and I was like, I'm going to be fierce, and I wore these babies all over Vegas, like just clomping the bit. Um, but I think they're ready to be the trash. And also, I am not a I'm not a keeper. When I'm oh. done with someone, so I'm not I'm not I am very non-committal. You're not emotionally attached to stuff. Nothing. Like, I have Get a whole of house of shit that you could come and build stuff out of. This headshot is, like, a constant reminder of, like, number one, stylist. Number two, you used to be so thin and pretty. Number three, um, there can be too much. <laughs> so How you much keep, is too much? So this, me- this is meaningful to you because... I don't have a copy of this. This is all I have. This There's is, no other. This is the only one that exists. This, I mean, they. I'm sure they exist somewhere. And it's just sort of a reminder of where. It's just like you, you know. I. This is in my career when I. I felt so insecure that I couldn't tell people what I wanted them to do. So I'd just be like, "Whatever you think, whatever you think." That was my answer for everything, and that's how I ended up with a sharpie eyebrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I wasn't a woman enough and confident enough to be like, "This is I." You know, can I have this? Can I have this? And like, this is how I should. You know. They were like, I think you need a necklace. Like, like I, I need, I, I, I need a, a chunky, like it's a Forever Twenty One, yeah, fashion, like a, yeah, necklace. So, I that's interesting to me because I, I, I like that it's it's meaningful to you because of, not because like how much you love this moment or, yeah. or how like great you felt, but of how. Like, I don't know, just like where you started, and like yeah. a reminder to not. To, to always find your voice. Find your voice. And also, like, you can Botox it and stuff, but, like, age is age. Like, my face won't ever be that Bella Hadid again. It's a sad life. I think you look younger now than you well, do Because I have the Sharpie eyebrows and that bad necklace, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now, the real test is um, if if these shoes, if these Louboutin, if you're yeah. really ready to get rid of them. Yeah. I'm going to take them from you, okay. and we're going to um, auction them off to one of our listeners they're gonna and it's gonna go to charity i love this so are, Done. are you cool with that i'm cool with I'm it. i'm taking it yeah. from, from you you're taking them i love it oh my god this is crazy because these like louboutins probably 
It's get, like a thousand dollars. Get resold for stuff for good money. You right? think, but they're they're so trashed. But somebody might love you so much that they're like, yes, I want her dirty old pumps. Yeah. All right. I love it. For charity, I'll do it. Great. Because no one would buy this. <laughs> Thank God we did the pumps. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I chose. Um, wisely. Wisely. Okay. Well, I think that's the end of our episode. That's the end. Congratulations on your show. And, I'm um, so proud of you. Thank you for making this happen. You're my boss. Ish. Well, that, Becca said the same thing. Yeah. You're literally the boss. You're your own boss. We're empowering you to make your own fabulous show. And I will say for everyone listening, we have got to build this show up because I've never met a harder worker besides myself than this man right here. Oh the God. hustle. I was like, we should do a photo shoot for your icon. And then you're like, oh, yeah, cool. And then you're like, well, I already have this photo shoot I did for my icon three weeks ago. Like, you're boss. Well, yeah, let me say this. By the way, the the icon of my of my trash cast thingy on iTunes is literally trash. Like I put trash on the wall and I put my iPhone on a tripod ah. and I stood there and took my photo myself so sweating bad. wrapped in plastic. So it's just like, it's who you are. It's who I am. I love it. it. And also like, why do a perfect photo shoot when you can just like throw it together? Uh-huh. But also I want to say, um, as a, as a game gentleman, um, when like, as we're struggling as kids, like our, our first friends are ladies and they're the ones who sort of stick up for us on the playground. And so I love that, uh, you know, we, the gays are limited in our opportunities in Hollywood and whatnot and what we get to do and what we get typecast is and whatever. So the thing that's making me so happy is that like, it's so much like my childhood where like the lady, like the girls are sticking up for me. (laughs) The lady gang, it was like, you sent an email, uh, I think maybe December last year saying, Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast? We're going to be producing them. And I, of course, sat on that for months and months yeah, yeah. and procrastinated like I usually did. And then I sent you something and then you were like, boom, let's make it happen. <laughs> so the um, the inner gay boy in me thanks you. Um, for, I'll always for take this. care of you on the Thank playground. You. Woo! We nailed it. Okay. Anyway, uh, tune in again next time to the, the trash cast. Remember, this is my catchphrase I'm toying with. Okay. Um, remember that one man's trash is another man's podcast. Get it? Um, <laughs> so we'll we'll see you back here at the Trash Cast. Um, thank you to the Lady Gang Tell them and where to Podcast follow you on One. Instagram. Oh yeah, follow me on Instagram at at Tommy Lank. Perfect. And um, you can follow Kelty on all the things at Kelty. Okay, cool. At Kelty. All right, bye everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Trash Cast with me, Tommy Lank. You can find me on the socials at Tommy Lank on Instagram, TikTok, etc. Or if you're on Twitter, I'm at Tom Lank. This has been a Lady Gang Network podcast for Podcast One, produced by Will Sterling. And if you haven't already, be sure to rate, review, and share on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.